Welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week's episode for October 30th, we got a big old Halloween special. Going to be talking about our preferred uh, adaptation, if we had our way, of a film or TV show and how we would turn that into a video game. Going to dive into some news about uh, some expected and maybe unexpected game delays, including. Uh, Far Cry 6 and uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Boo. And uh, finally, we're going to talk Halo Infinite losing another director um, this week. And uh, of course, as always, I'm one of your hosts. One of your horses. Jesus. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida. Decidedly not a a horse. Uh, And I'm joined by Robbie Bobby Miller from Baltimore. Nay. <laughs> Got Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Patriots about to go on an eight-game winning streak. Bold prediction. And from the tip of America's horse dick, Georgia Ravelo from Miami, Florida. What's up? For the record, I threw as many touchdown passes as Cam Newton last week. <gasps> but sick burn. Welcome, fellas. Uh so yeah, let's a big old Halloween special. Um you know what? I'm going to do something a little different. Instead of dictating the flow of the show, um, I'm just going to go randomly to uh, Bobby. Pick our first topic. Do you want to talk uh, video games and what we would uh, turn into a video game as far as adapting a film or TV franchise or you know, um, film? It doesn't have to be a franchise, I guess, just a single film. Do you want to talk about Halo Infinite losing a director or would you like to talk about all the video game delays announced this week? You pick first. I'd say probably talk about all the delays. Delays? All right. Delays it is. So uh, to recap everything delayed this week, we have Cyberpunk 2077 delayed to December, Far Cry 6, and Rainbow Six Siege Quarantine delayed until TBD, but just passed when they were supposed to come out in March of next year. And then PlayStation Destruction All-Stars not available at lunch launch but i think it was uh delayed to december as well is that somebody want to fact check me really quickly yeah and that i want to say free on playstation plus was it february okay february i think yeah somebody want to fact check just to make sure we we got it straight for the uh podcast i should probably have looked that up before that's the thing i care about least honestly like of all these um so that's the one that they're refunding people their money right because it's going to be on ps plus yep yeah i think that's uh that is correct um, so let's start with the unexpected, uh, for well, at least for me, like Cyberpunk 2077. I, I bet you I would have taken up to a, probably a $200 bet that this game was coming out on time based on all the communication leading up to this week's delay. Um, you know, the social media team uh, promising people on Twitter that, that was the best time off, you know, like, hey, no takes backsies. Like, is it? And there's a confirmed, um, I think, was it? Two weeks ago, they announced that they were gold, which is usually like, you know, hey, like we're we're in the clear. Um, just uh, really, really shocking. Like I said, I would have probably bet up to 200 bucks that, that there, there's no way this was getting delayed. And yet, you know, it's pushed to December with uh, some of the conversation being around, uh, you know, it being the next gen version or sorry, the current gen versions, uh, not the next gen or PC versions that were holding this back. So uh, we'll start off. Were you guys surprised by this delay? And um, then we'll kind of talk a little bit about, um, you know, if 
if it were me, like what I would have probably done differently here if it was possible. And, you know, spoiler alert, it was if current gen and PC are ready to go, I would have just put those out and then, you know, delay just the uh, the current gen versions. But um, were you guys surprised? We'll start there. To quote a wise old man, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I at the time, yeah, I was surprised when they announced, you know, the first delay, right? Well, not the first delay, the, the most recent relay before this one, right? <laughs> um, I was like, man, these guys have pushed it so much. It's going to get pushed again. And then as time went on, when they once they went gold, I was like, all right, we're in the clear here. This this looks like it's all systems go. So and then for them to delay it now and so so, I mean, the launch was just around the corner. Um, yeah, yeah. In, in short, yeah, I was definitely surprised that they delayed it again. Um, and now I'm actually kind of concerned, but yeah, yeah, it's probably the first time I'm actually concerned about the game. Concerned so much as I am like baffled. Right. And I'm sorry, yeah. I get to, Zach and Bobby, I promise I'll, I'll let you guys weigh in on this, but, um, I, I, I'm not really, I don't have a lot of doubts that this game is going to be good, but I'm just, I'm baffled at like, I don't understand at this <laughs> point why they don't just, um, like put it put a uh, date out there that's so far in the future that they just know that they're going to hit it and then it's going to be polished right like take whatever you think is worst case scenario add a couple months on top of it and just be like that's the date and just go with it right like i think the act of delaying the game isn't what pisses people off i think it's like how many times it's been delayed it's like dude like just like set something out there that's so absurdly far in the future that you know you'll hit it and it'll be where you want it to be and people will be fine with that, but do that like once or twice at the most, right? Like, so it's just kind of baffling. But um, Zach and and Bobby, are you guys surprised by this? Yeah, I was definitely yeah. I was surprised for sure because, like you guys said, it it went gold, and usually when a game goes gold, that means that you know it's coming out very shortly. And yeah, for them to delay it again was definitely uh, a bummer. It's I'm, I mean I'm glad it's only a, like a twenty what was it twenty one day delay something like that so it's not like we have to wait till next year or anything to play it but um i think they that i think that they said that the next gen version is going to be released now right when it comes out in december mm -hmm. yeah so that's good right because didn't they say that the next gen patch for the game was supposed to be delayed when the game was supposed to be coming out so i'm not 100 percent sure if that's the case i think I think what they were saying is that like next gen and like PC versions are running well. It's just that like the current gen, so Xbox One, PlayStation Four, isn't where they want it to be. So that hints to me at like kind of an optimization issue. I'm sorry. Go ahead, George. Yeah, um, I think I, I don't think the next gen versions are still they're still coming out next year. Yeah. I think that it, from what I gathered from their statement was that they just had to be able to release a game that was playable on next gen <clears throat> like it just had to be able to function on next gen even though it's not the next gen version so it's not going to be the upgraded ones but that was kind of like their cop-out that they had to test it on nine different systems and make sure that the game was playable on every single one which is which kind of bothered me because like i mean that's nothing new you, you knew that you were going to have to do that all year long so but that doesn't even make sense to me because Every game that works on the Xbox One automatically is gonna work on the Series X anyway. So I feel like that that I mean that's it's kind of a different conversation. I don't fully buy Microsoft's thing like 
Like I, I'm on board with the Series X being backwards compatible. I'm not on board at all with like the forward compatible thing. Like I think that's just I think that's a huge swing and a miss from them. Like I think it's gonna this is just the first of many problems we're gonna see with games that are having to um work on both systems. I think as you know, we get into the first full and second year of these console generations. I think a lot of developers are are gonna start pushing back and say like Series S, like yeah, like but like you know one x like no or like you know base one xbox ones no like i think i think you're gonna see some some pushback um my you brought up a good point zach and bobby i haven't forgot about you so do we think this game is actually coming out in december because now i feel like all bets are off like no it is i'm kind of you you say it is i'm kind of worried like unless they make some compromises like i could see them launching the next gen versions in december like the quote like not like the ones that are optimized like with 4k 60 and all that but more like it will only be playable on next gen i don't i think all bets are off like and that's kind of where like you know what i was saying like why not just say like you know we will we will uh we're gonna push this to either a date that's so absurdly in the future that we know it's we're gonna hit that or like you know make a compromise somewhere and say like hey we're gonna put out um just the next gen versions first and then like we'll work on current gens um you know after the fact but uh do we think i mean so you said yeah definitely zach what about you george and bobby do you, uh do you think that let, let bobby chime in here so, Bobby, were you surprised, and do you think this is definitely coming out in December? Would you bet money on December being for sure? Uh, I'll say this. I'm I'm 36 years old, and I've never seen more ads and more everything has been pushed for Cyberpunk, like, on every ad from Facebook, from anything, Twitter, anything you do. NBA to, Finals? Uh, yeah, I've never seen a game promoted so much, but it, it just seems like... Uh, Remember the days where uh, E3 would happen and they'd show a trailer for a game. Hey, it's coming soon and keep saying things and it never comes out for like five, six years. Uh, I don't think it comes out in December. Uh, I think that they're going to have to push it back one last time. But like I've said before, I still don't think that this gen uh, was ready for new consoles. It seems like uh, you'll have more games next year uh, when I think they should have launched them. But. I, uh, I, it just makes me mad that, that so much ad and effort and money has been spent. And it's like, it's just been a, a big tease. And I'm hoping it doesn't end up like, sorry, Zach, an anthem. Uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not worried I, about that. I, I, I think, I think, look, COVID, COVID has put a lot of pressure on developers. I think it's, it's put a, a lot of kinks, you know, in the hoses of like development, like flow, right? Like information flow. It's got to be hard. Like, and I think that's what's so frustrating is I, I think people would be more understanding. I think there's like this mentality of like, you know, developers still have of like, you know, hitting the, I'm sure there's the financial pressure, but it's also the perception thing. But like, I just, um, I don't know, man. Not being able to oversee work would be like terrible, right? If you're like the game director and you can't just walk around and see what everyone's doing and engage the project as a whole, like by looking at it, uh, you know, like that must be super hard. I mean, so I'll say a couple things on that, you know, and it's obviously a different world, but me and Chris, we work for the same company and our company went 100% or like 98% virtual overnight. And we managed to keep running our business and, you know, again, just different things. But if there is one, if there's a one particular industry that should be more, in my opinion, more better suited to, to 
working from home and working virtually would be the gaming industry uh, d- developing software. I mean, there's no real reason why all that needs to be done in in an office setting, for example. Again, I'm very ignorant on the to- on the topic, but uh, I feel like Cyberpunk has uh, their problem is that they've had enough time to see all the stuff that have gone on with other developers and other studios, and I just think that they have um, really tried to hit unrealistic goals at all costs. Um, and the reason why I, you know, I, I think it'll come out in December. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful, but the reason why I can't, I can't like book it is because the, the company's already clearly set unrealistic expectations for themselves before, you know, uh, I think with this November date, they, if you delayed this game after going gold, like this late in the game, I feel like you are not completely confident that you were going to hit that November 10. I can understand delays for video games when things out of their control, like, hey, they had every intention. They thought they were going to hit this and they didn't. I'm starting to think that that's never been the case with with Cyberpunk this year with all their delays. I don't think that they truly believe that they could do it. They set a goal that they were shooting for, that they were hoping for, but I don't know how confident that they were that that's going to happen. I don't know. It's just just, the, the timing sucks. Uh, to, to your point, though, Chris, I cannot imagine them releasing the game like on some consoles, but not others. I think that would be disastrous. I think that would be worse I, than delaying it. again. I'm just saying, I think that's the only way you could feasibly get out in <clears throat> December. Like, See, I, I think that's crazy. I, the only reason I say that is because they didn't like I feel like 21 days is like very like specific. It's very short. It's not a long time that to me that says we know what the problem is we know how to fix the problem problem is we can't fix the problem in time to ship the the game uh on its intended release date so i feel a 21 day push is you know if it was like a two three month push yeah i would be worried or whatever but a 21 day push like i said to me just says we have a little problem we need just a little more time to take care of so my counterpoint to that is you still have to test the fix right like it's one thing to feel like you have a solution but then you have to like test on a massive scale right like you can't just have like four or five people playing the solution like you know the patch that you put in and hope hope for the best like they don't want to be like a ps3 version of skyrim like i don't know like i never played that on playstation but i distinctly remember um you know reading article after article about how ps3 skyrim was like unplayable like it was just like game breaking bug after game breaking bug um they do not want that like in the least uh to your point bobby um the reason i i think that you might be correct that i don't i don't know if this thing comes out in december is like so um adam kaczynski i hope i'm saying his name right uh who is a co-ceo of cd project red kind of stepped on his dick earlier this uh week not even earlier this week a couple of days ago in a uh a, a call and said that uh um you know that the crunch was not that bad and it never was and immediately faced backlash um from you know both people internally and externally um you know it's some people saying that they were working 100 hour work weeks um you know and he like i mean less than 24 hours later has had to walk back his comment saying um this is from pc gamer um online i not wanted to comment on crunch yet i still did and i did it in a demeaning and harmful way truth be told it's only now when the stress connected with the delay decision 
and the call itself is lifting that I'm fully realizing the extent of my words. I have nothing to say in my defense. What I said was not even unfortunate. It was utterly bad for that. Please accept my most sincere and honest apologies. Like, I think, you know, it's, it's apparent that they are pushing their, their people to the limit. And I think, you know, the delays that they've experienced, uh, in conjunction with sort of like, you know, uh, the stress that these people are clearly feeling like to the point where they're they're speaking both anon anonymously and publicly about what the environment is like at cd project right now like i i see them pushing this uh beyond december easily if they're not 1001 percent um sure that they can hit the the deadline without killing their people like uh, it's obviously having you know an effect on their employees and they've been scrutinized the last couple of months with uh, crunch culture being something that they said that they were not going to engage in. They were going to be better. They were going to set the example. And clearly they're not. And the game is not ready to, to ship when they said it was going to be. What do you do as a company if you're going to maintain your image? It goes beyond just the game coming out on time. Like it is a, a, a hot topic right now in the gaming world. It, you know, if, if people get the game on time, but like they realize that it's come at the cost of the people that are working on it, that's not a good look either. So I feel like there's a say Oh, go ahead. Uh, they're fumbling like all of their good favor, man, like left and right. Like they're doing so poorly in, in, in the eyes of the public because now they, they can't please any, anyone right now because <clears throat> now the crunch was for fucking nothing, right? Like you, you put your people through that and you're still not hitting that deadline. So now like you're also now the gamers are pissed, right? By the way, anyone who's giving people death threats and developers and stuff oh, like fuck that, you. Yeah. you're a piece of shit, you know, like you're, you're an embarrassment and, and people like that, like, you know, I don't know. Shouldn't should whatever, but like that. That's that's crazy, man. To me, I, this is purely speculation. This full disclaimer. I feel like what was happening or what has happened at the CD Projekt Red at some point was maybe in the summer. That's when they're the the previous when it, the push to November happened. That someone was like, I don't think we can get this game out. Maybe January, February, maybe early spring. And someone's like, No. We need to get this out around the next gen launch. We can't do that because we need to, we need to capitalize on that. Like I think something like that is what's happening at, at CD Projekt Red. Um, there's no there's no there's no other explanation for that. This this many delays, these like short little delays now too. You know, like I don't know, man. That's 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 just crazy. There's definitely it seems like a forced error, doesn't it? Though, like I mean, like the, the fumbling, like as as you put it, the. Uh, conversation around crunch right like to even to comment it seems like it's so tone deaf like to you know what the conversation has has been um you know to uh to make a comment like that on a call where you know people are listening and they're going to report on that um and like i don't know like so, oh, sorry te technical difficulty there how's that is that a little better nope no he nope. just went like super loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it was like Jesse the Body Ventura, like speaking to a megaphone. How about now? A little better? There Way you go. Better. There you go. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was like on video, like. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 had I, to, I couldn't <laughs> find my phone to turn the volume down. I was like, Jesus. No, no, that's, that's sorry. I don't know what happened there, but. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it feels like a forced error because like, I think the public at large is pretty forgiving with like open communication. They want you to take care of your people. They want the game, but they like, they want you to, you know, to do the right thing in all regards, like release it when it's ready. Number one, but also like take care of your people. 
I just I, I I hope that they take a, a big step back and like if tomorrow they announce like no, it's actually gonna be March next year, I'd rather that than to like get to December and like you know, them to have to say like no, it's it's still not ready. Like I, I, I think at this point, like you need to make it the last delay. And even if it's three, six months, like like whatever it is, it, it is what it is. Like um, so I don't know. What it, final thoughts, guys. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I think it, I think the the problem is that they're not sticking to something, you know? Yeah. So I think if they if they do a 180 now and they're like, okay, we're gonna push this out super far out and make sure we get it by then, sure. Then and you're going to have backlash from them. What the fuck was the point of all this, you know, leading up to it? I, I think at this point, you're, you're, you're in too deep. You need to keep setting these, these short expect, you know, goals and these very just release the statement. Our people need a break. Our people yeah. need a break. Like they need a manageable workload. December is not going to get that done without like doing further harm to our people's physical and mental well-being. We're pushing it to March. We're pushing it to April. We're sorry to have to do this. But our primary concern is looking after our people. They need to, to go back to a manageable workload. The internet would would eat that up, man. Like they would go like majority of people. There'd still be assholes out there, of course, like there always are. But they would applaud it. And you know, it the following month or two, if if you know they, they do a follow-up report and, and employees say, like, yep, we're back to working like, you know, 40 to 50 hour work weeks, like I got time with my family, like the pressure's off, like we're going to get this done. Like people applaud think, that. Do you think it would alleviate any pressure if, if they were to like release a demo? I mean, no, because I, I think majority of people have their mind made up on this game. I don't think this is a question mark for an, a lot of gamers, right? No, they for think, sure. But just to get your hands on it, you can play the, all right. You know, you, you know, I don't, I don't care. I just want this game when it's ready. Like I, this isn't the type of game that like, like usually for me a demo like i enjoy like if it's something i'm not sure of like if i if i if i in my mind's eye i can't even imagine what this game would look like or feel like to play like a demo is good but like i think a demo would have been fine around e3 like if you just wanted to like get people hyped but like at this point i think fatigue is setting in and people just want the game to come out when it's ready yeah i mean ultimately if if microsoft could launch a, a an X, a new console and delay halo CD Projekt Red can push out, you know, uh, Cyberpunk to whenever it needs to needs to come out. You know, there's I don't I don't know why they they put that kind of pressure on themselves to get it out. You know, if there was if there was one year where where it'd be totally understandable for you have to push this game out from back in the summer to the following year, like this would have been it. You know, um, D- didn't they say they wanted this game to be the crown jewel of this generation? Of 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 gaming of so the Xbox One PS4 I pretty I'm almost positive they said that yeah no they did they did but like I mean it's it I mean it's over like you know it's not going to be now like you know this is this game is going to be maybe with an asterisk but like look I, I in my mind and I'm sure with you guys too I look at this as like the first next gen title not like the last current gen title like. That's in my mind. This is already like the experience that I'm going to play on my new console, like to experience what next gen is. Like, even if the patch isn't out, like just the optimization and everything, like, I don't know. Like, that's just, I, yeah, I'm with you. Maybe like I'm in the minority, but I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Like, where like this is something they're looking for their next gen hardware, not current gen. 
Yeah, I also think the majority of people that are following all of the cyberpunk news, you know, not the people that are going to pick it up when the game inevitably hits the shelves and, and just like, oh, this game looks cool. I'm going to pick it up because I saw it on TV. Like the people who are following all of this all throughout, I feel like all those people are, their intention is to play it on next gen because that's what, that's what they're hoping to do. Whether they can get their hands on one is a different story, but I think that's what everybody wants to do. So I, I, te- I totally see the... The, the notion that this is basically a next-gen title in most of our eyes. Like, it's not, I don't know. If this game is what it is, in, in five, ten years from now, we're not going to be like, wow, this was the premier, this was the go-to Xbox One PS4 game. Like, no, this is the game that brought us the revolution, brought us into the new age, the new era. That's what the game is going to be like now, which is just as a, just as good of a title, if anything, you know? But Right. Yeah. Love them or hate them, like, the games that define this generation have already come out, and that's probably, like, Red Dead 2, God of War, you know, Last of Us 2 for a lot of people. Avengers, like, you know, all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but like, you know, and like, you know, if, if, without getting too far into the weeds, like the games of the service games that like that ended up doing well. So you like your Destiny. your Destiny, Destiny 2, your No Man's Sky, like, you know, the, those games are the games that define the generation for better or worse, like Love Them or Hate Them. Like, what a turnaround, man, for No Man's Sky, huh? They're coming up with yet yep. another update. That's yep. like changes the whole game, like all new biomes on all the planets oh. and everything like that. It's crazy. But yeah, what a that, success but, story. But like, that's my point. You know, I, I agree with you, George. Like when, when people talk about PS4, Xbox One, Cyberpunk is not going to be the game. Now, when they talk about Series X or PS5, like launch window games, if it manages to, to fall into that category, like, yeah, they'll talk about it in that way. And like, that's fine. I don't, you're still going down in the history books. Like, if you come out in the first, you know, calendar year of a console launch and you're one of the best games in that eight year period or seven year period of that console, like that's pretty goddamn good, you know? Like right. usually the, the bar high. Yeah, usually those like games are later in the, the console life cycle. So um they, they need to stop the pleading though. They're they're doing so much damage to themselves as a company and their image <clears throat> the way yeah, that forced think. errors, right? Like I, I feel like so this is like really just, avoidable, like just, but the 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 audience audience the consumer like us and everything the game's gonna come out ninety percent sure it's gonna be incredible and once people stop playing it man everybody's just gonna forget yeah. about about the the crunch that people went through and they're just gonna start talking about how incredible the game is. You know, I'm to an extent. Like, I think it'll be forgiven. I don't think it'll be forgotten because if you, if you, if you, we uh, go back in the time machine and go to back to June of this year, right? Like, CD Projekt Red is like, bro, the, the pre one of the premier game companies. They're awesome. They could do no wrong. They're like, they're, go back to January because this thing was supposed to come out in April. Remember? I don't know, but I'm saying even even when they deleted it the first time, like you know, yeah. like. It, it, People are like, you know, hey, that company's at the top. Hey, that company doesn't do crunch. That company treats their employees well. They pay them all. They pay them overtime, like all this stuff. And they have literally completely thrown all of that out. Yes, if they 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 deliver a great game, we're gonna we're gonna love their game and we're gonna it'll be forgiven, but they're gonna lose that mantra of being that that one of those top tier companies in terms of like yeah, their work environment, their their you know how they treat their people. You know, think of it like they're obviously they're not in that category, but like EA is like hated by so many people. But I love some of their games. EA, EA puts out some uh, incredible games, but they still have that reputation no matter how good their games are of of you know the way they do business. 
So the, I think that CD, CD Projekt Red has lost that this year. Um, and that is something that is not easily uh, like, re, you know, that's not something that they're going to they're going to be able to recuperate or recover anytime soon. This is, this is not a good look for them. Man. And it's all self-inflicted. Like you said, it's all self-inflicted, man. It was so unnecessary. Do you but, think it's almost unavoidable when you're trying to put out a game of this size? Like, because, you know, Rockstar goes through the same thing. You know, Naughty Dog goes through the same thing when you're putting out a game on a massive scale. Rockstar delayed. But not Red in Dead 2020 where once information is and then it came out like right like that's red dead had one one delay or was it two maybe it was like fall of one year to spring of the next year to fall of the next year i can't remember um oh bobby you just dropped that out of the well you're, you're not gonna be able to hear me oh there he is um so two yeah. delays max i think um and yeah In i think the like, crunch though um so i i you know i think that like uh George can probably agree. Like he said, we work for the same company. Like in any job, like you're gonna have those like days or weeks that you're putting in the extra time. And for a video game, like the closer you get to launch, probably the more you're gonna work. I think to some extent, crunch is probably unavoidable. I think there's a big difference in you know everybody wants it to be the best possible game it can be, and you're like right there, and you're putting in the extra time to like you know that sprint to to the finish line versus like somebody way above you has set a very unrealistic unreal deadline that behind closed doors, you have frank conversations and you're saying that like, this is the soonest this can be done. And they say, well, have it done two months sooner. And you're now having to like put that time in. And I have no doubt somewhere behind closed doors at CD project red, they said this game is not going to be, there's no way this game is going to be ready by then. And they, somebody said, do it anyway. We have to get out by console <clears throat> launch or within like the console launch window like it's that steve jobs uh reality distortion thing that he used to do to his people all the time where they would say there's no way we can have this done for this budget and by this time and he would say like yes you can like and would have no like nothing to, to back that up but would just kind of like assert his will right like that's something that happens i think a lot um especially within like tech companies so yeah, I, it's also like I, you know, I don't know what it's like in in you know their direct situation, but I feel like there's a version of crunch in all of our jobs, man. Like you don't think people that work retail feel crunch around the holiday time, you know, holiday, you know, <clears throat> even if they're not working eighty hours a week. But I mean, sometimes working eight hours at a re retail place during the holidays feels like a sixteen-hour shift, you know. Um, I think it's just, I think it's. Every job has some some sometimes where their volume where they just get really really busy and they're overworked. I'm not saying that it's okay, but they're just I, in the I public eye more too. Yeah, it, it, some somehow right, you know, in, in in some ways. So I think I think it is normal. Um, I think delays are inevitable. Um, you know, in, in in this day and age. But if anything, that would give it even more reason as to why did you have to? Why do you have, keep having to set these these deadlines and these goals that you can't achieve if if we all understand that crunch is necessary sometimes. We all understand about delays, especially in the year of in 2020. So why why did you set these these lofty expectations and, and you're not able to meet them? That's the frustration is the amount of delays and how late they're like how late in the game they're being decided. You know, like this game is supposed to come out like in two weeks. Yeah. You know, and then you're delaying it. You're telling us no. <clears throat> like you're like that's. You're cutting it close, man. Like, like they're they're trying. They're 
waiting until the last minute to make a call and pushing out a game. And that's the frustrating part. Well, because you get the say, sense. Oh, go ahead, Bobby. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, no you're my good, thing's man. Long. Uh, my thing is, back to your earlier point about coming out on something else first, a different console. One of my favorite developers, uh, uh, publishers, is Digital Extremes with Warframe. Because every single thing that comes out of Warframe, I, that, I love the game. It was like the, I think it was launched with PS4. Uh, I, I love the game because they actually and the and the community digital extremes they they listen to everything everyone says they're they're open and upfront with things but at the same time every single update every single new thing goes to PC first and then it comes to the other console so I, I don't see a problem with with them launching it on something else first except for people that just want to play it now uh, I I because I'd rather see because. 90% of the time, it's it, most of these games are made on a computer. So that's why the, the PCs are so damn expensive, and some of them are real stupid, especially the new uh, uh, video card side. That's, that's another crazy thing. But I, I, I'd rather see more openness. I'd rather them say, hey, it's coming out in 2021, uh, rather than a date. That's what's pissing me off. I, I'm tired of dates. Because uh, it never happens, so I'd rather them say openly that, uh, yeah, we're working hard on it, and it'll be out in 2021. Uh, but I, I, I don't like uh, anything that's happening with it, though. It seems well, in like this it's day and age, like out. it's like it's not hard to get a game if you want it. Like I know people prefer physical still over digital, but like mm -hmm. if you really want to play Cyberpunk, and they said it's out next week, like we'll tell you when it's going to be out, and then they like announce it a week before it comes out. If you want that game, you'll get it, right? Like, there's a way to get that game, right? Like, exactly. Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm kind of. And I can't wait to buy it and let it sit in plastic for a couple of years. I can't wait. <laughs> I, it's been on my Amazon wish list forever. I see. They should start... Can't wait to add it to my shelf. They should start the trend, right? Where like CD Projekt Red will be like, "All right, the game's coming out." Yeah, like Bobby said, in the year what are 2020. And then, you know, in 2020, we, or they say by December, 2020. So at any point in time in 2020, they could be like, all right, guys, the game's coming out in two weeks and then everyone will lose this shit. Yeah, Cause I think marketing fatigue is definitely a thing that happens, right? Like to me, I, and I'm a complete amateur. So take all this with a heaping truck full of salt, but like, I got to imagine a, a two week, huge marketing push where it's everywhere online, TV, on your consoles uh when it's definitely coming out in two weeks has got to be more effective than marketing something like over like a six month period right like it seems like if you know as a consumer it is definitely coming out that's and you just market 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 like that's got to be the most effective way to do something right like like right that's got to be where you're, you get the most bang for your buck um like in marketing budget right like i could be wrong what do you guys think absolutely man like they need to cap and that's the thing it's probably another reason why they're pushing it to get it out as soon as possible to capitalize on the money they've already spent promoting the shit out of this game you know like uh you know the commercials the keanu reeves commercial like and and the game's gonna come out next year like <laughs> you know like they'll have to if if they push it out that far they'll have to pay for ads again because you can't just market yeah, a game yeah. for a full year before and then like forget about it and, and no you know it's a lot of money that it's costing them i get why they're doing what they're doing but um yeah man you know and i don't know if they ha i don't i also wonder if they have any pressure from um 
the console makers as well to get a quality game out for for next gen but maybe i mean I maybe know. or they're trying to capitalize on that right because shit it's Cyber- probably the latter the guy that made the comment about crunch his stock shares are worth 300 million dollars in cd project red just uh, worth noting too like you know of course he's the guy saying ah, oh, it's not that bad like <laughs> right you know, it's the holiday uh season like you yeah know, it uh, would so. easily be when it when it comes out you know if it comes out this year it would easily be the highest selling game on any console by far you know so uh, yeah i got a question do you think that i know this is uh off the wall but do you think that they pushed it back to not be in the game video game of the no. year awards no god no that's such a I, I just decision. wondered that because a, dude, like I, the amount of money it costs them year. to do that like three more weeks of development um is but you just went massive... gold that's the part that's drawing me to this is you just did they really you go gold, gold, which means you're done and then they're like oh uh yeah we're gonna wait till after and then i mean it was weird because jeff Keeley posted right after they announced it that now they're officially in the next year's awards uh, which was weird, uh, but well, yeah, because they were going to wait and see, right? Like they they were going to. I, I want to the Last of Us too, to be honest. It was the only game that stood a chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, Minecraft yeah. Dungeons, man. We'll, we'll talk about that more in a couple of months. I do want to kind of push into so a couple of other delays here, unless anybody wants wants to add anything uh, that were not surprising to me. Um, I think we're going to see more of these as we get into next year. But Far Cry Six, Rainbow Six uh, Siege, Quarantine, and uh, PlayStation Destruction All Stars. Another these really surprised me. Um, with you know the year that we've had, it just I think we're going to see more game delays and more game delays. And I say it sucks, but it's fine um it'll give poor people like bobby a chance to uh you know rip into the the cellophane and and pop that disc into the drive i love that smell man that smell and then you put it in there and you download it yes you're 500 you poor bastard like sooner or later your your fucking console's not even going to recognize the disc and it's be like yeah we're not compatible with something this fucking old uh, no, I tell you, the only the only disc that ever made my PlayStation go nuts, like the the that sound like an airplane, was NBA Two K Twenty. Anytime that game was on, it was like wow. But any Just other like disc that. game was fine. But that, yeah, yeah. So um, I'll I'll pose the question again: Were any of you guys surprised by this? And um, when's the last know? time a Far Cry game didn't come out in February? Yeah, I mean, eh, I mean, New Dawn see, did, four did, five did. I I see your point, but also COVID, right? Like, like they announced. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just saying it's weird, right? Like, because we haven't seen a a Far Cry game not come out in February in the longest time. It's weird, but um, I, I, for me at least, like not unexpected. Like, I felt like this was kind of like the writing was on the wall a while ago. Like, I think. 2020 we felt some of the effects of covid where you're really gonna see it is like 2021 for games for movies for tv that's where shit's gonna really start drying up you know um you're gonna start seeing you know uh like the effects of this like one of my favorite shows right now is the expanse like they finished filming i think like right in like february and so like the new season is gonna come out in december but i'm like ooh, what does that look like for the next season right like how is that gonna look because you know uh right did you hear that they were trying to shop 007 to like, well, they were thinking about shopping 007 off to Netflix or uh, I think the HBO for like a cool half billion dollars, right? Was the deal they wanted Some, to make? Yeah, massive amount of money, dude. Yeah, like, like 
and I get it. Like that's a franchise that like I fuck. I would I would rent the new 007 for twenty five bucks or whatever they were gonna charge for it. Watch it with a bunch of friends in my house, but like that's still a huge asking price with a lot of companies that are in a very financial, you know, a precarious financial position. So, um, do you guys agree? You you think we'll see more delays, like as we get into twenty twenty one? Like these without are gonna question. be the first, yeah, without not, question. Not I mean, look at Halo. That that's a Good segue there, Bobby. So Halo Infinite lost another directive, creative directive uh, this week. Uh, Not a good sign at all for a game that's supposed to come out sometime in the next 12 months, you know, presumably 12 to 14 months Um, like that. There's no way to spin this into like good news for the for the game. Like, you know, you're supposedly working on kind of polish and uh and some refinement like to lose a creative director is like just it's not good same thing that happened at anthem by the way uh casey hudson brought in at the 11th hour um similar thing happening here where they're bringing in a high profile um you know veteran in the industry to try to like right the ship how are you guys feeling about this i don't feel good about this at all i feel like this is looking very very much like a, a crackdown three situation to me where it is a game that we're probably going to see and hear a lot about and i think it's going to ultimately come out and potentially be no bueno um i have to say uh i'm gonna go first only as a playstation person this was my only reason for wanting an xbox series x was a new halo uh even after seeing the trailer uh and the gameplay uh it just makes me angry that it's it's again delayed and it just I don't know. The market is again. The marketing for it was crazy. It was everywhere. That was Xbox's go-to. On the box, I was excited as hell. Still the box. The, the retail box. That's what I'm saying. X. I'm like, so... I'm looking. I have in my garage. He's just all the, the icon, Xbox, though. Everything. Every every I box know, from any but... video game console. And I'm just mad because I really wanted to play Halo. I felt like like hearing it, watching the first trailers. I was excited, and I'm a PlayStation dude, and I couldn't wait to play it. And then I saw the first thing, and I I got a little turned off. I'm figuring. You know, because some shit looked like Minecraft, I'm not going to lie, but that was just bad rendering. But it's, it, they're fixing it, but, I mean, really? Look, it's the right call to make. Like, there's no doubt. Like, it, it's, it's re- sometimes it's better to do the Band-Aid. I think your best chance at rescuing this project is to rip the Band-Aid off fully, say, our release date's now TBD, and we're going to go dark for a while, and the next time you hear about this project, it's going to be when we're going to actually wow you. And you're Microsoft. You got fuck you money for days. Like you mm-hmm. can't afford to put out a subpar Halo product. There's just no way. Uh, Guardians, Halo Five Guardians. Like as much as people love the multiplayer, which is a huge part of Halo, I get that. It, arguably the bigger part of Halo, but still you have the people like me who enjoy the multiplayer. Will play the multiplayer, but if like the single player campaign's not there, like I'm not gonna buy or play your game. Probably like. I mean, I guess it's on Game Pass, so that's probably kind of a lie. But like, I certainly wouldn't pay for your game, right? Like, um, so I, I, I think like if you're gonna do this, man, you you better really make sure that like when this thing comes out, it's in it's in good shape. And I don't, know, I don't think that means 2021 to me. Like, thoughts? Well, I think this is definitely coming out in 2021, one way or another. Oof. And the reason why? Uh, that's gonna hurt. Is the live service thing? This is the, this is going to be the next ten years of Halo. So, I think almost all live service games come out 
in not in less than ideal condition. Um, so I could see this game being a rough start. Um, but I think the game definitely comes out in 2021. But I have very little confidence that it's going to be what we hope it's going to be. All the stuff, all the turmoil, all the stuff that's going on with them, plus the fact that they're drawing something new by making this a live service game, and, you know, instills very little confidence that that you know that they know what they're doing, that they have, that they're on the right track, you know. So I so don't. So you think they're gonna do like the band aid, but like use like the Destiny defense, like where it's like, hey, listen, <laughs> like you know, it took Destiny a it while to get it right, or it took yeah. No Man's Sky, like. You know, hey, like these, this is this is a game that's going to evolve. So, like, I don't think they'll put something nearly as bad as like an anthem or something. But <laughs> um, Game Pass helps them. I will say, Game or, Pass does or, help them kind of go like, hey, the bulk of our players, like out of the people that own an Xbox, X amount of percentage of people have Game Pass. Like, you know, so. But, well, the yeah, multiplayer is going to be free anyways, right? So you don't even correct. Yeah, you don't even right. need Game Pass. Also helps them. That also earns some goodwill. It's a good point. Which is, which is why I think that if they... I think they'll be fine if they can put a very solid and up uh, multiplayer experience with an average to maybe slightly below average live service type thing, single player type thing that is kind of like a work in progress. I think it'll be okay. Um, some, but but I think that single player has to have enough redeemable qualities for you to be able to see the potential, like a Destiny. Um, no Man's Sky was not was not quite like that either. But um, but there's got to be something in that in that single player in the whole the live service stuff where you can say like, okay, this this game is going somewhere. The multiplayer is awesome. I'm enjoying that. It's technically free, or, or if you have Game Pass. Uh, I could see that happening, and I'd be okay with that, um, as opposed to them like revamping everything and trying to put out a perfect product and that not being perfect, you know? Um, because you, you, yeah, man, Halo, Halo has to come out within a year of the Xbox, the new, the next gen console. It has to, man. It would, it would be pretty rough for that not to happen. Um, and yeah, I think they need it too, and I think it will. I think the fact that that they're saying that the multiplayer is going to be free. It almost seems like they're like developing two games in a sense. That's uh, the thing I, I think has the best shot of being outstanding. Like the 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 core is so strong there from Halo 5. Like people loved the multiplayer for Halo 5. I never played it. Like I'm almost like curious to like, because I've played the campaign for four. When it, when it comes closer to launch, I want to play through the campaign of four and then like just power through five on like easy or something just to get the story. But I do want to check out some of the multiplayer so I can kind of like, have a basis of comparison because i played the four multiplayer and i did not like it at all i thought it was like it was too call of duty-esque like it yeah, just no, like it, it, it didn't feel like than five and then that's pretty much it and now i think honestly arguably the master chief collection is more popular than any of those right now yeah. but i think i think ultimately you know i it, you know and i know some people are gonna want to play it for the campaign but i do think those people are you know sorry chris in the minority you know if this game puts out a good, a very good multiplayer aspect to it. That's all you need for this game to be successful. And I and I and I think they can put that out. I am very not. I'm very nervous and not so confident on the live service stuff. I don't know what the hell they they're going. I don't know. Nobody was asking for that. I don't know why they want to do that. But if they put out some quality multiplayer, they'll be good. See, I, I, that's that's where I would actually disagree with you, uh, George, because I think. 
Um, Jesus Christ, I just lost my whole train of thought. He's talking about multiplayer and uh, uh, the single player could, could come out be... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in the minority. Yeah, all right. So as far as the campaign goes, I think Halo is one of the few exceptions when it comes to like, you know, first person shooters where quite a bit of people are very interested in the campaigns of Halo. Like, because, you know, that's, it was, that's what Halo one in, I mean, I I know two is multiplayer, you know, really blew up, but it was, it was how sophisticated of a story Halo was. And, you know, like this was crazy for a console shooter to be able to tell a story like this. And, you know, that's a lot of people gravitated towards that and then ended up falling in love with the characters and all that. And, you know, it, uh, and it went unfortunately in a, in a direction people weren't too, uh, fond of with Halo 4 and Halo 5. I actually really enjoyed the campaign for 4. Yeah, uh, 4, I didn't mind. I thought it was a little bit of a step down, but like, I loved it. Huge. It was, it was more, I, I just felt like it was more human. It was a personal story, him and Cortana. Like, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't beat five yet. So I, I don't know all of that. But from what I played of it, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't, you know, the best either. So I'm, I think that if they are able to return to Halo 2 slash Halo 3 um, in terms of love and adoration for the campaign, which is what I think they're shooting for, right? Because they yeah. know that they kind of fucked Halo 5 up. So in, in terms of campaign. So it's I, I definitely think that yeah like this this isn't a call of duty right call of duty is definitely the game where the vast majority of the people that buy it are buying it for the multiplayer and very small amount of people play the campaigns in those games and i i feel like you said yeah yeah well so it's interesting that you bring that up because like i i definitely am i am i'm in agreement with you like um in kind of disagreeing with George's point, I think Halo set the bar like that was the original complete package game. And I think Call of Duty was that for a long time. Like, so like you think back to like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, like Black Ops, like like those were the days that like it was very similar to Halo uh, and Halo 2 where like it was a suite, right? Like there was a software suite of games uh, or of a game where you had the highest quality of both worlds, right? Like you would devour the campaign like that was the first thing you would do and then you would hop over to the multiplayer and the multiplayer is what kept you playing that game and they were both you know like nine fives tens right like like for like it was the complete package in other words so um and i agree with you zach i think like their goal is they want to get back to that they want all aspects of that game to be like lauded right like so that as a player like you can say that like unequivocal unequivocally like halo infinite is like the end all be all of halo that's why they named it that for christ's sake they said they wanted that to be the definitive like halo experience like no matter how however you sliced it i just don't you know i don't see it being i also i also don't think that it's going to be a live service game in the way that we expect like i don't think it's going to like loot and stuff you mean yeah yeah in that in that sense and i don't think that it's going to be something where you're um actively going around and repeating like the same missions and and doing that kind of thing i think i i obviously am you know just saying what i uh, what i think i have absolutely no idea but 
I would assume that they're going to use it, and I think we've talked about it before, more as a platform for releasing story-based content. Obviously, they're going to do multiplayer stuff, but like we said, that's free. So, like, that's coming for everybody. Everybody's going to get everything that comes in the multiplayer. They're going to use this as a base to build up the world of Halo and all that and everything. So, uh, I, I, I think it's their main... You know that they might even stray away from Chief's Chief story and all that. You know, stories in the Halo universe uh, is what I would assume that they're going to be doing. Essentially, even with Chief, I think you're you're correct. Like, uh, we won't have like loot based progression or anything like that. But yeah, like I totally. I mean, that's what Destiny's doing now, right? Like they decided to not do Destiny three when they split from Activision. We're just going to tell our our story, like in the Destiny universe, like Destiny is just destiny now and um our pve and pvp updates are going to be on this one platform so yep i'm in agreement there i will say like i mean take what i said with a grain of salt because i generally don't play campaigns in multiplayer games to begin with mr cut let's get the cutscenes. (laughs) yeah but um but i'm just saying like i think this game and the fact that they're going to release a the multiplayer for free can thrive and succeed if that aspect is very good I'm not saying that the campaign is 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 meaningless, but I think that they did they need to deliver a really good uh, single player experience. They need to because because their multiplayer is free. So you're yeah. essentially charging me sixty bucks, seventy bucks probably, uh, or Game Pass membership to play just the single player because I can get all the multiplayer shit for free. So you better deliver a badass uh, experience for that. I, I think that stuff for, for someone like me is good that I, I don't care too much for that. Now I'm, I'm happy with the multiplayer, even though I've got Game Pass. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of people like that too that want to play the multiplayer. But there is definitely an argument to be made that they need to nail whatever version of their single player is go- they're going to do um, if they're that's basically all they're charging you for. It, it better be fucking good. It better not, it better not be some fucking eight-hour well, story. That we know of. All that judging us right now that we know of. I'm assuming there's a lot more to that game that's under wraps that we just have no idea about. I don't even know if they know at this point the way that I kind of <laughs> wished in an alternate timeline that they, you know, uh, rewind, you know, six years or whenever they started uh, production on this. Yeah, I, I almost kind of wish that they had gone back to the basics with this, you know, like versus trying to reinvent the wheel. Like, I think the core of what Halo that makes it special, like you nailed it with the multiplayer in five. Like, just give us a tight Master Chief centered story with great looking graphics. Like, you, you, you know, you've got such a rich world to draw from. Like, but go back to the basics. You know what I mean? Like, with like what makes Halo Halo, like, kind of like Doom did with Doom, you know, they were like the relaunch of Doom. Like, that game was successful precisely because like they took a, a, a really like honest look at like what made a Doom game feel like Doom like not trying to make it a survival horror game or scary or whatever. It's like, nah, man, doom is running fast, shooting shit, lots of gore, awesome music. Like be honest about what your game is and like, go for that. Like, that's what people want. You don't, doesn't mean you have to do the same old, same old, but like you also can't stray too far from the path. And that's my biggest fear with, uh, with, you know, halo infinite now. So you'd like for it to be like the Joker and it's not, not about the money, but it is man. Like, you take a again. I know I've been shitting on this game for for weeks now, but 
You take a game like Avengers, like who the fuck asked for that to be a live service game? It's all for money, man. Like, you know, every everybody would have been happy with a really solid single player experience and call it a day and you move on to your next game. But no, they wanna they wanna bleed you dry for you know adding endgame content, adding DLC, skins, loot crates, all that shit, you know, and that's what scares me with with Halo. Like it's it's another it, it looks like another instance of like no one was asking for this shit just give me a good single player campaign even if it is only eight ten hours long as long as it's quality and give me some awesome multiplayer and here's my 60 70 bucks and call it a day you want to charge me in six months or a year for some new maps and a couple new missions okay i'll pay that i'll pay 10 bucks 20 bucks you want to do a season pass and and include that content fine but but this you know I already see it. There's gonna be fucking loot loot crates in there and loot boxes and 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 hopefully there's no pay to win or you know but whatever. There's gonna be custom skins. I mean, think about back in the day when you would play some of those Halo games and you saw some of the people that would have the unlockables like the Hayabusa armor and all those crazy armors and you knew, yeah, and you knew if that person had that like that's a badass motherfucker. Like that guy fucking did some shit for that. Now it's like you know. You took mom's credit card, you know, you got and you got your A's and B's in your report card and you, you know, you paid you 25 bucks for it, man. Like, you know, like that's, and, and I feel like they're, they're not going to do that. They're going to, they're going to go into the, you know, the money pit and all that stuff. And that can still be okay. It can still be a good game, but you know, hopefully not. I hope they, I hope they do some, some soul searching. Come um, on, man. Gun to your head. If you had to, if you had to pay, which which one do you think is it's it going to result in by the time the game comes out? I'm so look. Believe it or not, I think them firing the creative director is a is a positive thing, right? Like like it's better than double. It's better better than doubling down on something that's not working, right? Like I think it's it's you know assuming like it does come out in 2021, that gives them a full year to potentially you know write the ship. Like believe it or not, like. I don't know if you guys ever read uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels by Jason Schreier. It's an amazing book about video game development. Amazing book. Um, each chapter is a different video game and like uh, kind of troubled development that sometimes works out, sometimes doesn't. Dragon Age Inquisition, you would shit your pants if you knew like how close to disaster that game was. Like that game came together in like the last three months of production. Like it was a terrible fucking mess until it wasn't. And like and they called it uh, like Bioware Magic, right? That kind of saved that game where like it just all just happened to come together. But like there's some very candid conversations that I mean, like it's funny to look back in retrospect, like, you know, to read some of the comments, but like very candid conversations with the developers going like we honestly like didn't know like until the last minute that this was going to work. Like there are so many things that just like could have ended up like in disaster that just didn't like and it's, a lot of it was luck, right? Or like kismet whatever you want to call it so um that could definitely happen here like a year is not insignificant and uh, i think it's overall a good thing that they you know can the director he stepped down however you want to say it like i know he technically resigned but like let's be honest like that motherfucker was fired <laughs> like you know what i mean he was asked to step down that's that's definitely what uh, the impression i get from the all the social media posts about it this week um Gonna do a little bit of a lightning round here to kind of bring the podcast to. Oh, hold on one second. I gotta say, I'm gonna say one final thing. I was yeah, yeah, go by all means. I my thing is, if you cannot promote to be the the best next gen graphics, more teraflops than a flopper flop, all that crap, you can't be the next gen, the best graphics ever. 
and then put out Halo this year. There's no way. If, if Halo Master Chief, Master Chief is Halo. You mean next year? No, I'm saying I hope it doesn't come out till 2022. I'd rather have a great. It's currently game. 2020. I know it feels like it's already uh, 2021, but. Yeah, I I just I think I'd rather them wait and come out with a badass game uh, than. No, I'm with you. I, I guess I, out I, that I'm, I'm not ready because it doesn't feel like it's this gen. I think that there's so many things they want to fix, and I'm I agree with the firing. Uh, I think they needed to change things up and also have a scapegoat. Uh, but I no, like, I'm, I'd I'm with you, wait. dude. I, I said go dark. Say it, 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 it our yep. release dates TBD, and then like go dark until it, it's like ready it. until it's like weeks away, and then so just many boom. games. Yeah, nope. They just shut up about it. They're like, hey, check this out, and they're like, no, we still ain't. No, not ready. Twenty yeah. years later. So my lightning round for you guys uh, is going to be, um, you know, like roughly like, give me like a, a, a off the cuff pitch, you know, 60, maybe 90 seconds uh, of a, a horror movie or a TV show that you would turn into a video game and what, what you would do with it and then what you've been playing. So I'll, I'll give I'll go first to give you guys a little bit of a time here to kind of think on it since um, I already had the uh, the idea. So earlier in the week. My wife and I uh, watched Psycho. I got it on 4K. It's like one of my all-time favorite horror movies. I think it holds up. Fantastic. It was great because uh, my wife uh, forgot the twist of the movie. Uh, have you mm-hmm. guys seen Psycho before? Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with it? Do you know what the twist of the yeah. film is? George, do you want me to not spoil it for you? Or is there potential you'll ever watch this movie? Um, It's a big, it's like an all-time great movie twist. So if there's even a small chance, I won't spoil it I will. You. I will mute. And then you just yeah. give me a thumbs up when I can come back on. Roger. So good, George. Okay. Yeah. He's not saying anything. So I'm, I'm imagine. So um, spoilers for for people who haven't seen Psycho, but may watch it. So my wife turns to me and goes like, when mm-hmm. do we get to meet Norm or uh, uh, Mrs. Bates? Like, I, like I, I seem to remember, don't you need to meet like Mrs. Bates? And I was like, what? Oh yeah. And I, I realized that she forgot the twist and I was like, yeah, you get, you meet her at the end of the movie. And she was like, Oh, okay, cool. So then like, you know, and there's the big twist where <laughs> it's revealed that Norman Bates is actually his mom. She was like, Oh, what? Ah, oh, I guess I forgot about that. I'm like, yeah, it's like one of the best parts of the movie is that you realize that Norman is actually uh, Mrs. Bates. And that's the whole like psycho part. So anyway, George, you're good. So Hitchcock was amazing. Yeah, he was. He's a master. So my pitch then uh, for a psycho game that I won't put a spoiler in here is like I imagine something like fucking uh, Diner Dash or uh, like Overcooked where like it's like a management sim um, where like you're the killer and you've got like the cabins that you have to manage and you're fucking you're having to kill like patrons like in the cabins and like clean up the mess without getting caught. So you're having to like check guests in run errands for mother do all that stuff but like you're also like you got to kill people within a certain amount of time clean up the mess and uh try not to get caught by the cops and stuff so just kind of like goofy cartoony top-down view you've got like all your cabins that you can see in the insides of them you got mom's house cops are coming and going like i think that would be a a fun uh spooky game not really like you know scary and that like you would jump as a player but kind of a fun way to do a psycho in a way that would be like easily translatable to uh to the genre what I've been playing, uh, Hades. I've got just one more clear left. I'm I, I've done uh, eight attempts now, or eight clears. I got one more uh, attempt left, and then I guess like I, I get to experience the ending. I'm not clear if it's on the ninth or if I have to like go through one more time on the tenth. But um, eight clears, like it is my current game of the year. 
um it's fantastic i love it like the end game is is, is great and uh the story has gotten to be really really like satisfying to like see that through like, i can't wait to see what happens like i'm in, in my secret heart like i want a happy ending on the one hand but i also hope it's like a true greek tragedy and that like what you've been doing the entire game ends up being something that's like more harmful than good like i, I kind of want to see like a tragic ending because like that's like greek mythology right that would be really fitting and cool so we'll see what happens with that um and then other than that like just uh some spooky games uh playing some uh left 4 dead 2 after we stream and uh, that's it for me um who wants to go next with your quick horror game pitch and uh and then what you've been playing all right george go for it i'll go it's a quick pitch but i don't know you guys ever seen the masterpiece that is kevin bacon's uh hollow man yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah so so I, I i would like to play like a nice 10 15 game where you get to be this invisible guy and you just go around fucking with people um all, you know all throughout the town like you know maybe you're like in an office setting or out in the in public or a mall where you all you get to do is just whatever the fuck you want but you're invisible and you just basically get to watch uh you know things go to shit because of that I don't know if you could put a multiplayer aspect where you're just like regular people and then someone is this invisible guy fucking with you and you got to try to capture something. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that's like really, that's more like a thriller type movie, but. No, that would be uh, great, dude. Like, like do like a job really simulator cool. thing. Like where you, like, especially if you put that in VR where you could just pick yeah. up shit and just throw, start throw it. it. And like, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, you'd piss yourself laughing. Like, yeah. I love it. Something like that would be would be would be pretty fun where you can just kind of screw with with the general public um, in different in different settings, you know. Um, would you allow him to be pervy like he is in the uh, Hollow Man? Like you're gonna make this like a you got to like, you got to make it and rated without without some of the you know you know not not too not much too pervy yeah 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 like yeah. you know little Tastes things like pervy that. yeah yeah something <laughs> you know sen- sensitive sensitive times but um, but yeah I don't know why I. I don't know how well reviewed that movie was, but I, I fucking got a kick out of that movie when I was a kid. Watch Invisible uh, uh, Visible Man, the new one with Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, bro. you told me about it. So it's definitely on the list. I, I, we haven't, me and the wife haven't watched movies at, at all in some time. We need, we need to get back to it. As far as uh, what I've been playing, I mean, fucking since the last show, Chris got me into Hades, um, which is like, I don't know, like the third Switch game that Chris gets me into and has not disappointed. I've enjoyed it too. I'm, I've, I've, got my, I've gotten four clears so far. I, uh, for the record, I, I cleared it a lot faster than Chris, um, but I had a lot of help. Yeah, that, well, I was going to say, he, he benefited from my mistakes like early on. Like, I did so many things wrong because I'm stubborn. Like I don't look up a guide until like I feel that I've gotten stuck in something. Like I like to kind of like go with instincts. And yeah. uh, so I, I was like, all right, George, let me help you out here and tell you like <laughs> what, yeah. what you should invest in for permanent skills because it makes a big, like a huge difference. So. I never played a game like this. This is my first roguelike, you know. Um, uh, pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I, the The end game is fine for me. I'm not as quite hooked onto it as I was in the journey leading up to the first clear, but it's still fun to play. Like I'm not like I was. I played it a lot. Like I put it like last show we recorded. I did not even down own the game, and now I've already beaten it. You know, a couple of times. So, uh, very very good game. Not my game of the year, but it's a very, very good game. It's definitely in the top five for me this year. Um, but uh, a, a lot of fun. I think I've done three or four four clears now, so I, I still got a little uh, a good ways to go. But really fun game, man. R- really fun game. Uh, I'm guessing it probably plays a little bit better on the on the PC. 
I do see some frame rate issues when things get really, really intense on the Switch, which is to be expected, but nothing game-breaking. But yeah, I don't know why this game isn't on Xbox or PS4, man. Um, it will be. There's no way that it doesn't eventually come there. Like, I feel like this is a, a game that one month, like, Xbox is going to say, hey, it's out on Xbox and it's going to be on Game Pass. Like, it's going to launch. Like, right? Perfect yeah. game for fucking Game Pass. Pretty good stuff all around. Um, yeah, been playing that. Um, and that's 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 actually all I've been playing for the past week. I've kind of like burnt out on Destiny into the new season um, and just taking it easy. I downloaded the Pokemon expansion, but I haven't really got into it yet. I think I just got it just to get it, but I don't know uh, how into it I'm going to I'm going to be. But just kind of waiting. Yeah. Little, what? Less than less than two weeks now to next gen. And can't wait to play. Yeah, I can't wait to play all those uh, current gen games on my next gen console. <laughs> Preaching to the choir of Bobby, I see him. I, got, I know. I, ha- I have to open them to play next gen. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that that'll be my next gen. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go next with their pitch and what they've been playing? I'll run if you don't mind, just because I'm gonna have to get going after I after I say mine. But I would do a survival horror esque, maybe. Man, all right, I'm the the movie's a quiet place, and I'm trying to think of like how to make that into survival horror, right? Like, I would do it maybe like a a linear game, right? You have to get from point A to point B, and obviously you have to do it as quiet as you can and all that. But yeah, I just think that that's like the perfect movie for that kind of uh, game. You know, those creatures are, are, are you know scary, and you know. I could just imagine the panic going through the player, right? You accidentally step on some glass or something. You hear something running through the woods. You're like, oh, shit. You know, I can just imagine that that would be really cool. Um, so think of like, uh, I forget what the name of the character is in Half-Life Alex, but there's like that whole sequence where you are in VR. So like if you did a game like that, like this would be translate perfectly. And um, you're, there's a blind monster that has like super acute hearing and you literally have to hold the controller like so the Oculus touch over your mouth to like stifle your breathing. Otherwise, it'll hear you. And there's just all kinds of breakable shit and obstacles around you. So you're having to walk like this and you have a flashlight in your other hand. So you're like walking with your hand over your mouth and the flashlight and you're trying not to step on bottles. And you occasionally have to pick up a bottle and like throw it to like get it to go somewhere else like something like that for a quiet place like vr would be fucking awesome man yeah that would be super cool the other the other one that i was thinking that would be like a telltale style game and for it yeah oh my god with the, dude with the kids and everything right i feel like that'd be pretty cool that'd be perfect yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude a quiet place is another victim of, of 2020 man i was really looking forward to that sequel oh, i forgot the second too, one never oh yeah Jesus. me too yeah, yeah. As far as scary games, though, uh, I played and beat Resident Evil 7. Nice. Great, huh? Yeah, finally, man. That that game was really, really good. Uh, To the last 25% kind of sucks, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> forgivable. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. Um, it was, you know, a uh, much different pace from something like Resident Evil 2. Yeah. So it's, uh, it was, it, it was really cool. Um, I really dug the, the, uh, the family. I forget their name. The Baker family, yeah, and uh, you know, the, each one of them was had their own unique personality and everything. So, uh, really unique personality, I should say. And and, and some of the, 
they really they got me sometimes, man. Like with the jump scares, like something or like I was never really like scared during the game, but it was more just like you. Did you guys play it? Yeah. Oh, I like hundred um, percent of that game. Love remember that. Uh, the when the mother turns into like that big tall thing and you got to shoot her belly man like when she walks around a corner she just looks freaky so i'm like ah shit and she just <laughs> looks fucking freaky and shit like it was stuff like that just jump scares like when the the, the dad came back to life in the garage and stuff scared kind of the one that up. got me the worst and it's you can miss it or not like miss it it's just like it's it's contingent on whether or not jack the dad chases you but um if so the dining room where you kind of start off like, yeah. like properly um so there's like a door that goes out into like one hallway and then there's a like a door that goes out to the other like it's like i know the exact moment you're talking about. so the one that got me the worst was like so i thought i was being clever like he came in through the one hallway so i went out the other door and then i i went around the corner and he burst through the wall yep that fucking that's the biggest jump scare i got in that game because like you know, I was expecting him to have to have come through the door. So I got past the door and I thought I was safe. And then like when he did that, like I almost shit my pants. Like, uh, like no, no joke. Same. Cause I was, I went in there and there's a little hatch in there that you can go down into the, into the floor. So I, I go into that room and I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to just go right down there. Cause he had just, he had just walked into the, like the dining room. So I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to have some time. I shut the door behind me and everything. Boom. He came like the Kool-Aid man just came crashing through the wall, man. <laughs> And yeah, he scared the shit out of me. But uh, I'm playing through the the um the Chris Redfield DLC now. Oh, let me know how that is because I haven't I haven't played any of the DLC. But yeah, that one that one's free. So, uh, but the the other ones you gotta you gotta pay for. But I I definitely want to um run through them because it goes through like um one of them's the end of Zoe or whatever it's called uh and you find out what happened to her uh depending on i guess what decision you made ah. at the end but uh, uh i chose i mean spoilers for Resident Evil 7 but it came out a few years ago so i i chose to obviously save my wife and i left the other girl there so i'm assuming that this the that piece of DLC is you know what happens afterwards so yeah, I mean, I'm 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 definitely way way more excited for Resident Evil Eight now. Um, it's gonna be a, a day one purchase for me for sure. Uh, really really impressed. I was I was bummed I didn't get to play it in VR. That's why I held off for so long. My little brother's actually got a PSVR, and I I just never ended up borrowing it off him. But I really really wanted to play the game in VR because I heard it's like. You could tell there's certain moments in the game where, like, if you were in VR, it's just way, way better. Because there's, like, when they grab you by the face and stuff like that, and, like, the hand coming at you, I would imagine it would be super cool in VR. When you're coming up the stairs. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, there's a lot of things where, like, just being in VR just makes it more tense just because it just, you know, just makes you feel like you're there. So it's it's uh, definitely something. I wonder if they'll do the same with with 8, but... Hope so. I hope there's wider support. Like I like to see it have VR support on PC, which is something Seven never. Yeah, got, that, that, that's the thing. Like if they were able to put it on Oculus or something, that would be the best. Agree. Bobby, because my buddy's got an Oculus, and I could actually play that. Yeah, I've got my Quest present. One, so, um, all right, but I'm out of here, fellas. See you, buddy. Hi, right, brother. Give us, give us your pitch and what you've been playing, and let's uh, let's close her down, buddy. The year was 1991. And the film is nothing but trouble. Oh, wow. And it's in VR. 
and and I think about I I can't remember the the name of the VR game with like the roller coaster, but I remember that was like the first Russian blood part. Yes. Yep. I wanted to be like that, but I wanted to be exactly nothing but trouble because Dan Aykroyd's penis nose was friggin' hilarious. Uh, it was it was great, and John Candy, my favorite actor ever. Uh, yeah, I like I'd like it to be like that with a lot of scares jumping out and creepy crap. Uh, kind of so like, kind of like uh, what, what was that? Uh, like the same people that made Trover saves the universe, but it was like the like the fucking Rick and Morty, like like that kind of like sense of humor, like kind of game yeah. VR. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it would just be filthy, like TVMA, like uh, uh, yeah. But it would be great because uh, VR is next gen. I still don't know why Xbox is not doing VR. That blows my freaking mind. Uh, but then again, all you need is USB be... port, so they could still, you know, for series. I, I'm hoping. Uh, I I just don't understand why they are avoiding the VR. It's weird. I know that eventually they're just going to merge with the PC, but it, it's just very interesting that they don't. Uh, the VR, which it's it's not that huge. George, you'll get one soon, but it's just not that huge. And I saw I saw today that PS Five uh, has an adapter for the uh, VR. Yeah, you can you can for pre-order. free. Yeah. yeah, they give you whatever. Oh yeah, speaking of, I I got like six boxes in the mail the other day and did not know what the hell they were, and it was all the stuff from PlayStation, the controller, the the headset, uh, the base everything i did not know what it was i'm like man all these things have batteries on it i don't even know if i want to open them indoors uh forgot that i pre-ordered them uh but so yeah so here we go the i've been playing yahtzee on my phone uh i my playstation has been unhooked because my daughter has taken over my desk area for uh virtual learning so uh i have not played all god i think it was last time we talked i haven't played it since that day uh, but yeah, Yahtzee with buddies. Uh, if anybody's on there, yeah. I love. I used to play it all the time, man. Yeah, I, guess I a couple freaking people. love it. I remember it as a kid, and now they have like these little events and stuff. Uh, do they? Do they, they do like the uh, alternate versions of Yahtzee on there, like the pyramid Yahtzee and color Yahtzee and stuff? Yeah, well, that's the thing is that's this is what I'm hooked on now is they have like uh, like family game modes where you have to like get stuff to to bake different recipes and stuff where you're like basically you and random. 20 other people in your family uh that game's fun because and then a lot of them are games where it's like you have to get three full houses or where you have to do all this crazy stuff and now they have a halloween event it's been fun i i my wife's been getting mad at me because i sit there in the bed with it all so bright and she can hear the dice rolling i can't play without the dice rolling i gotta feel like i'm rolling the dice <laughs> rolling the dice and she, yeah she i and i couldn't find my headphones i, I felt bad for her but but man, and then when you get to Yahtzee, it's, it's the best. She hates that noise. But yeah, that's what I've been playing uh, Yahtzee on my phone, and it's been great. I highly it's, recommend. Next it. Gen's almost here, buddy. Yeah, I think we're on that. Spot yeah, where next Gen. We're Yahtzee. just trying to get our we're trying to get our joy where we can get it, man. So exactly. Bobby, and at PS, be, uh, let, oh sorry, go ahead, Bobby. You're gonna be the only one who who gets his hands on a PS5, man. You're gonna have to open it and play it and let us know, man. I. I would if I if I I mean I am still hopeful that I can get a PS5, but it doesn't look like it. But yeah, man, you gotta play it, dude. You gotta play it and tell us. It's the only um, one that's coming out with launch titles too. So <laughs> my thing is, I I want to see how because they said ninety nine percent of the games can go from four to five. I want to see how that's gonna work because I have, uh, I think it's eight hundred twenty seven games between digitally owned and PS Plus. Uh. 
Well, Mike, I have the I, the craziest thing ever. I have is the external Xbox hard drive hooked up to my PS4 as my backup hard drive, and it just it it's hysterical uh, that I use an Xbox actual uh, external hard drive. But uh, yeah, I I want to see how I'm. I don't even think I have any of the games on the list that were not crossing over. But I mean, all of them look dumb anyway. Uh, but I I want to see how it works for disc based. Because I heard you have to leave the disc in to play the game, which I think is stupid. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'm just hoping if download times are not better, I'm not even going to play anything on the damn thing. Because now PlayStation, they reset the I'll download. I'll buy it off you of you, buddy. Like, you know, if, that, if you're not going to use that bitch, like, you just... Yeah, like, Zach, Zach, I still have that, that, that Series X that uh, Amazon won't answer me about changing my freaking address. Yeah, be uh, careful with that. People have gotten their orders canceled. I've heard like with that, I like, did. Like I got Britain. mine canceled from Microsoft Direct, and I'm yeah. pissed because I got the S because all I own are the Xbox Live Gold games and Sea of Thieves. Why they got to cancel for changing, the, changing the shipping address? So Best Buy and Amazon. No, Microsoft cool. canceled it because there were too many orders. Is what they told me. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about changing the address. Like I sent Brittany a Twitter oh, yeah. thread. Oh yeah. Where like somebody like through customer service on Best Buy, like, you know, requested that they change the address and the Best Buy rep was like, hey, like this could result in your order being canceled. And the person mm -hmm. was like, I mean, why? I don't get it. And they were like, all right. And they didn't believe them and their order got canceled. So um, I told Brittany, I I'm like, listen, I don't want to I don't want to risk either of our shit getting uh, canceled. So I like I'll meet you halfway or whatever we got to do. But like I uh, I want my Xbox and I know you want your Xbox. Like we don't live that far apart. Like, let's just let them both come to me and then like, we'll figure out a way to get it to you. Cause like, you know, I don't, don't I don't want to uh, risk it. So yeah, there's uh, if you search on Twitter, there's a lot of people that had their shit canceled for trying to change shipping. Damn. So, oh yeah. I, I've I, seen dude. a lot of people getting them canceled, especially for other pre-orders for games and stuff. Now it's, it's stupid. I don't understand. It's COVID like Michael and... Seinfeld. It's like pre-orders. Like where's my freaking reservation? <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, you know how to take the reservation. You don't know how to hold the reservation. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of the week show. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will see you next week. Who knows what crazy shit will happen between now and then. But until then, we uh, appreciate the listen. Please like, share, and subscribe, uh, especially the latter two of those requests. Until next time, we love you. Nay. Later. <laughs> <laughs> to what? <laughs>